in Egypt. Let me show you another picture. Y'all all right? Y'all getting this? Y'all got to get this here. You got to get spooked out of the shit that's coming back. Really, some stuff is getting ready to hit the earth. You got to know what it is. So you got to... Get off the spookism. You catching hell. Only devil that exists as far as the embodiment of evil is the white man. And black people. Black. And you ought to know that more than anybody else in the universe. Horus, which is the Christ is coming back. Shut. Shut hard. In the back of your head is the medulla oblongata. I'm going to come back to this tan head root. Which is soot, which is headed, which is the black dot. We're talking about energy. You in the mystery system now. You ain't fucking around with fairy tales no more like everybody else. They've been arguing over the past thousand years off of the esoteric. That's why they argue about it. Because they take history and they take history and try to make it literal. Or they take, the, you know, they take the scriptures and try to put history with it and try to make it literal like a place, a time, and a person. And they're arguing about all that stuff. And the person up under the mistress like your Sufis, like your Gnostics, like your Kabbalistic people, they laughing. Ha <laughs> ha, them niggas up there laughing. They, they laughing. And the curse of hand is the black man took the doggone stuff that was meant for crackers and he got back in there and now you into the literal stories. I'm the son of Abraham and the Egyptian stuff was evil. All you had to do is, it was, a, it was a known fact. I want you to follow my religion. Well, I'm in a religion. Why should I follow that? So the first thing you got to do is you got to make his religion evil. It's corrupt. You got to follow mine. Otherwise, you wouldn't get no followers to come into your cup. So if you look into Torah, Torah, what? They say that the Egyptians was evil. You go to the Christianity, they say what? The Jews are evil, even though some of that is hieroglyphically or, 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 or what you would call what you would call prophetic history. They were talking about a Jew that's evil on the other side. A couple thousand years later, you go to the Quran. Moses, I mean Muhammad, say that the Jews have come corrupt. That's nothing but religious politics to get another religion started. And you thinking that damn God changed His name? Oh, it became corrupt. Oh, wait a minute, hold on, let's look at it. Oh, now you're telling me, I want to, now rescue is my wrong, now let's go back to history here. Okay, you're saying to me that the Hebrew, you're saying to me the Hebrew saying the Egyptian stuff was corrupt. And then the Christians say that the Hebrew stuff and the Egyptian folks are followed out of the New Testament because the Old Testament and all this kind of bulljack. And then the Islam is saying that that's corrupt and this is the last word of God. Well, let me look at this thing. Now, I can account history. I can go with Bodun, because uh, Bodun, I can go with Ebo, I can go with doggone Yoruba. The, the, the system divination of Ife goes all the way back to Atlantis. As well as the Egyptian, the story of Osiris and stuff goes back to Atlantis before the flood. And I can take all the spiritual stuff this time before what you would call organized religion come in. And I can see a harmonious lifestyle that predates that what all the world is modeling good on for that harmonious lifestyle. But yet, by the time I see the world religions that's on the, on, on the earth now, I can account and I can literally say that the world has not known a moment's peace during the same time of Christianity. 
I can say it, the world is not known to normal peace. The moment's peace doing the same. Yeah, you had pockets in the world, but basically it was a decline of the society. And those are the ones that's on its own own now. So what I'm trying to tell you is ultimately, it ain't about the religions, it's about the spirituality. Right? You spiritual before you are religious. Religion is man-made. And the other schools were spiritual schools. But yet everybody saying one was corrupt, but yet they haven't had one bit of history to say in that frame that they have been on the earth where the earth has been peaceful. Certainly not goddamn Islam. Excuse the expression. We say that because that means God has the, has the right to damn. Since I'm God, I can damn stuff. It's not written in law that I'm God. You make you eat the words in the scriptures. Now, going back to this, you got Heru, who is Christ, which is also representative of you. But right here you got Soot, which is the prototype of the devil. Well, what is he doing in the back of the head of Heru? They're talking about energy. You got a day side and you got a night side. You got a day side and you got a night side. Get this right. Okay. Day side and a night side. What you have been learning is the day side religion after the white man found out the real thing in the British Museum in 1907. They gave you the day side and they've been doing the damn night side. Now, this is a circle. In the circle is what? The black god. This is the yin, this is the yang. You can't have the Christ, this, the Christ means light. You can't have the Christ, none unless you got this. You see what I'm saying? This is the Christ, this is the halo around Jesus' head. In the center is the black dot. From the black dot, you get the actual halo. You understand what I'm saying? And all the elements of the earth is in this thing. But it all stems from one primordial point. The yin and the yang. You see, now that's when this picture comes up. This is a real good one. This is a real good one. When this picture comes up. And this is a picture of the young Christ. The Jews, you see the Heru's lock. The Heru's lock deals with the black granite strip of hair. But on the inside, in the core of that, is the melanin. And that's called the Buddha Rupa. Which means Akash. You get the word Akashic records from it. Which means pure soul. The blackness. You see him, he's standing on the crocodiles. The crocodiles is a symbol for melanin in Egypt. It's a symbol of Kim. Kim means black. The word Kim means black. The Latin word for Kim is homo. Where you get homo sapiens sapien from. Homo in this end, homo that. Not homosexual, homo, which means man, which means humans. So the word homo is a hieroglyph for human life on this planet, which means black. See what I'm saying? Now, here you have Heru, which is the Christ. This is the baby Jesus that you know of. That means you have the Harris lock, the Lababa, which Jews wear that now, trying to imitate black people. That's the, and they wear all the black. Trying to imitate black people. The ninja wear that to imitate black people. You see what I'm saying? Your priest, some of your priests in the Catholic Church wear that to imitate black melanin, the black skin, the black autonomy of the body of God. Right here, you see this demon coming out of his head. You see this demon coming out of his head. The demon is the God best. 
And the God that later on is 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 the is the is the root word for the God word beast. The beast is this. The beast is the black dot in you. There's a physical beast on top of the ground. You know who that is. There's a beast in you, which is talking about animal activism. It's talking about the energy. The energy that the animals can do everything, different things that you can't do. But when you but when you tap into this best or the black dot, you can do everything the animals can do. Fly, live up underwater, uh, uh, go to other planets, all this inside of you. Turn into spaceships. All the spaceships out there is angels. White boys that concluded that in the book Angels and Aliens by the guy Thompson had a line down the street to get the book. That's why the cracker can't fight it. You see what I'm saying? This is on the inside of him. This is a hieroglyph of melanin. So Sutton, Satan, a soot on, which means the alter ego is talking about your dark half. Jesus was wrestling with Satan, right? He said, Satan, get behind me. Soot on, get behind me. Where the hell is the best? He behind him. This is this part of you with the, with the melanin called the mouth of God, the medulla oblongata. See what I'm saying? That's that, it, and, and, and this is represented, he's standing on this, which means the abyss. We all come from space, which is the triple blackness of space. Now, deal with a couple of things. This kitchen. I said this before, but I'm gonna show you another picture because I got the pictures now. I can really roll with this. This picture is Lamb is an extra, extraterrestrial intelligence whom Crawley was in astral contact with in 1919. This drawing uh, of Crawley appeared in an exhibition held in Greenwich Village the same year. Now Crawley did a distorted picture of this. A sister saw this particular person came to her um, last year, around last August. His name is Lamb. He's from the constellation of Andromeda. Now there's a tape out where there's a white boy talking about some Andromedans that came to him, tall blue men. That's David. Blue meaning black, blue black. Andromeda, tall blue men, they came to him. He's from the uh, constellation of Andromeda. I'm sweating, I got a damn tower back here. Uh, he came from the Andromeda. Now, Crawley did this, but he, he just started the picture. This person, number one, he was a lot blacker. But now, when you see the aliens, you see now they got big eyes. But go see the movie Fire in the Sky, and they showed you on the movie that when they went and the man got on the ship, which was a true story, took him seven years to do the damn screenplay. When he got on the ship, what he saw, he saw a closet full of suits with the big head suits that the people come into. Now, this big head that you see, it's a hieroglyph in here to show you that this is talking about the black man. First of all, you see this, and you see the cross. You see this, and you see that, which means it's showing you the ankh. Anybody can see the ankh in there? Okay, next thing you see is you see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, I think it's these little things you see is the sephirs on the Kabbalah in his face. Lamb, Lamb is now a current. Once you go and leave this body, you can throw your body all over the doggone universe if you want to. You can become a current because all it is is energy. So energy can do anything. You got to understand what you really are. You're not mere humans. The Bible tells you in the I'm gonna give you a new. I'm gonna give you a new flesh and new descent. They talk about a fall in the Bible. 
The fall is you, you the sons that fell. Enoch. The fallen sons of Enoch. Enoch is another word for such. You see what I'm saying? Yahweh is another word for soot. Now, this he, he's occurring. Now, if you notice, if you go to Ethiopia, you see these same big head people. There's another person that lives and dies on the earth. You got the same big head. And it's a picture of M Hotel with the same big head. You see what I'm saying? With the same big head. M Hotel with the same big round head. And he's a black man, the first physician. But if you notice, by the time the Greeks rolled around, he's worshipped as a god. He's worshipped as a god. That's because he rose himself to the Christ level. Plenty of people rose themselves to the Christ level. The Pharaoh Tepid rose himself to the Christ level. The, 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 the scribe Ani, that you get the book of coming forth by day, the papyrus of Ani, rose himself to the Christ level. Several people ascended to the Christ level. That ain't nothing. So not just one person, you can do it too. Now, that's lamb and that's the same big head you see. And you see that in Ethiopia. Check. All right. Let's go on. Now, getting back to this, what I'm trying to show you, and when I show you this, show you the picture of Harper Cross. First of all, he's innocent. That's what you got to come back to. What do you mean innocent? Why they show a baby? That means if I come up to you and, 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 and cuss you out, call your mama a hoe, you might get offended by it. But I go to a baby and do the same thing, he might stop and start laughing. <laughs> see what I'm saying? He who makes you mad is your master. That's because your ego. See, your ego is only what your body, what your, your, you are only what your ego tells you it is based on a series of life, uh, of life experiences. That's not who you are. That's a buildup of an illusion. So therefore, you become you become vulnerable. You go to the little ancient man, the little, you like the twat people. They walk around, you know, have no clothes on. Or, you know, no clothes on. And all. You come up and say some stuff to them. <laughs> you know, so they can't understand the concept of what you're talking about because they're on a higher level. Well, the, when you see the baby, they're saying you must become. So a lot of these cliches, once a man, twice a baby. They're talking about, on the other hand, even though they, it is true. On the physical level, you want some man and you, and, you, and you get old and you got to be tend to like a baby. But on the metaphysical level, see some of the scriptures are meant for some part of life and some of them are meant for met metaphysical level. Once a man, twice a baby, you must be humble. And it's humility. And the more you humble yourself and get out of the actual breakdowns of society, is the less I'll be affected by things you say about me, about things, you know, oh damn, I ain't got no clothes on. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, I got a spot on my clothes. I can't go outside. I can't go outside looking like this. And the more and more you come off of this, the more and more spiritual you grow. You understand the concept of what I'm trying to say? So they show you the baby. They say now, the demon is there to devour the baby. But the baby going through. Why? Because <laughs> the demon can only devour the illusion. The baby is innocent, so you can't hurt him. You understand what I'm saying? So the more humble you get, you see what I'm saying? The more spiritual you become. You see? Now, dealing with the ego. Look at this. Um, dealing with the ego. They say that the most incomplete of us, here it is, the ego. The ego. 
it says the more strongly you identify with something, uh, the more strongly we must reject its opposite. Now it says this, what it means. Thus, the strongest, the most oppressive egos belong to the most incomplete of us. So, you worship a person, a movie star, basketball star, a preacher, a leader. You understand what I'm saying? Now, they can't help but have big egos. <laughs> you worshiping them. See what I'm saying? And you are saying, that's the person I want to be like. You see what I'm saying? That's the person you least want to be like. Because he's the most incomplete. Because the more and more he gets caught in an ego, the more and more he gets stuck in the doggone hologram and the illusion of things. You see what I'm saying? That's the person that you want to be least like. Y'all y'all getting this? See, the whole thing is you got to really humble yourself. Humility is the key. That's why I say, well, hell, I can go on the radio and tell them I got my damn lights cut off. I couldn't do that shit five years ago. <laughs> no, hell no. I say, no. Nah. I remember I got out of college and stuff. I couldn't get no job. So I'll tell you how bad it was. I couldn't get no job. You know, I win money suits and stuff. So the woman says, so I go in the restaurant. I know I need a job. Ain't got no money to pay the rent. I don't want to wait no table because I don't want nobody in that I went to in college to come. See the sickness? So I'd rather go and take a job washing dishes in the back. See what I'm saying? So nobody won't see me. See, that's the kind of insanity we have. You see what I'm saying? You see the, you see the, you see the concept? Once you, and you know, once you get out of all the front, you're free. You don't have to deal with shit. You be like, hey, you know what I'm saying? You're free. You're a free man now. And, and it takes a load off you that you don't have to appear to be something to doggone people. You understand what I'm saying? You are no longer a victim of, 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 of being interested in what people think about you. And you get free of this stuff. So I'm a free man now. Now, look. It says, for these types, it is an additional problem that when you exalt a principle, eventually you attract you you. Attract its opposite. That's what I was talking about. The brother, you know, they got the dreads and all them pretty nice, you know. Everybody, all them twisting up the hair. I said, well, it's positive. Because see, but first of all, they're running that cracker. They're running the, the president of the school crazy because he's big time boule man. You know, he want them all, you know, cut off their mustaches and shut, look like the white man. You know. So, I said, okay, that's cool. But they had started getting stuck in it. Because they was not applying enough knowledge to keep on gaining. So they was getting stuck in the way they looked. You see what I'm saying? And so that's what happened with most of the Afrocentric thing. They picked a particular thing and they became good at it and they said, I'm stopped. You see what I'm saying? Because that's ego. You, you'll stop there because you're a big fish in a little pond. You see what I'm saying? You don't want to go on because something else meet down the road might be too complicated and you can't master that. And you don't want to look like a little fish in a big pond. So you'll only go into the thing that you good at. I'll stick right here. So I can knock down everybody who ain't good at this thing. I can say this here. You see what I'm saying? And that's the key. So as um, soon as you identify with something, you attract its opposite. So that's what happened with the Afrocentric community. They started getting to a certain level. They started getting this knowledge. And all of a sudden, they didn't want to go on. So the first thing they did was they attracted the doggone opposite. They became that in which they got out of when they left in the first place, they became just like that. Whatever the crazy thing they was when they left, they became that. You all understand that? Check, I just want to know. Now look. 
two, now this is the key. Now look at this. Those who exalt strength will be drawn into a position of weakness. That's why the woman can say, you know, the man, he'd be out there beating, beating, beating niggas behind. I'm a bad mother. You know, talking to him. He'd be in the boardroom. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got millions. I'm running this thing. He'd go home to his wife and stuff. She got to pamper his little ego because she know he's weak. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you great, honey. You great, honey. You know what I'm saying? But any time she starts, she do something that her genius put out there, he start getting a little, can't take it. See what I'm saying? He can't take it. That's because, that's called a male fragile ego. It can go the other way with the female too. You get jealous. You want to be the big fish. You don't want nobody else to see. So the ones that you think out here is big time, they punks, especially in, in the eyes of their woman. She has to always doggone stroke their little ego. It's called a fra fragile male. Now look at this. Those who strive to be good will become the embodiment of evil. Now you can understand what moral dogma does to you. First in person, he lifted himself off, got up off the street, he was down and out. So he get into the church. That's good. That's the first part. Don't stop there. But he learned the scripture. Next thing you know, he just come out there beating the same damn niggas he left. You, you, sinner, you going to hell and all this kind of thing here. That's the embodiment of evil. Why? Because after all, so after after a while and stuff, he becomes just like this person. He's stuck in this particular realm and stuff, and he can't go on. And if you notice, look at Jim Jones and all of them. Yeah. They, even though the white men, some of them jumped their nature. If you look at the, when he first started out, he really wanted to make a difference. If you saw that he, man, he, that's how he get the people in the first place, because his sincerity was his credentials. Potential. But after a while, the power starts corrupting and he becomes egotistical. And basically, a lot of most of your preachers and stuff, they become that way. You see what I'm saying? They become that way and all. And that's why the, the community becomes alien to them. The brother on the street can't identify with that nigga no man. That nigga used to be the same nigga drank damn liquor like him. But I got the Lord now. You see what I'm saying? That's best ego. That's boasting. And we must humble ourselves. You see what I'm saying? I tell him, go up in that church with a pair of jeans on one day and see what they kick his ass out, Mr. Preacher Man. Because they're talking about a symbol without substance. And that's called religious ceremony and ain't got a damn thing to do with real spirituality. Check? Yeah. All right. Most preachers, leaders, scholars who claim to, who claim that their ego has been obliterated and merged into the union of the Godhead, nothing of the sort has occurred. They have merely employed some gnosis, which is some knowledge, unknowing, and exalted it to inflate their own egos. Now, going back to this particular person, let's, let's move on because I know we, we can spend all that. This particular person, the best is the higher self, and it is here to tear up the physical. Y'all got that? Okay. Now, let's, let's, let's keep on rolling here. All right, look at this. This is a picture of the Gnostic god Abraxas and the Persian god Mithra. Your symbol is the lion, which represents the most strong. They took the strongest animal and they represented the strongest human. The lion represents melanin. It represents the kingly man. Right here you see what? Black dot. You see the wing. Because of the black dot, because he's going to his higher nature, he is exalted. So now when you see these things, you're looking at energy. You're not looking at ugly face and demon looking things. You're looking at energy. What is this? The kundalini that rises you. You see that spear? 
At the tip of that spear is what? A, a triangle. A triangle is the symbol for the star Sirius. This is the hieroglyph for the star Sirius. It's also a symbol for, the, for, for Kim, which means melanin. So your symbol is not only the Sphinx, which is the lion, Mithra, or the goddess Sekhmet, it's the pyramid. This right there, anything that's both means melanin. Both means melanin. You see what I'm saying? Up here, you'll see Mithra, you'll see this particular, uh, uh, you'll see this, what's that, a triangle? you see two pyramids, one up and one, one down, as above, so below. And all the elements of the universe. Also, you'll see the two inverted pyramids, which is also the Star of David. So now, one, which is also the Star of David. Now, also, the, uh, uh, the, the Star of David is also talking about the third act. Yes, the crackers have used it as a satanic symbol as far as turning stuff around. But in actuality, that's two inverted pyramids, and it means, anytime you see a star, it means the third act. Check. Now, that goes to this picture coming out of England to explain what's going on. Now, I got to really do something to explain this thing here, to explain this one. I always want to give you a good picture of this. Number one, this is a picture of a black woman. You see the dreadlocks. And you see something coming up out of her skull, which is a demon. You can see she's a sister. Got the same, you know. And then she got the, You see the black dot in her eye. You see the dreadlock and you see the demon. This is who the earth has adapted her to be conducive to what looks like on the earth. Which, in other words, the energy on the third dimension was... The third dimension is such a lower energy, such a lower level. Until your body was adapted to accommodate the energy that came in. Unleashed from your body, body, the energy looks like this. Now, outside of the third dimension, this looks like this. You understand? Because the energy in the third dimension is not conducive, which this is the third dimension, the physical. And it can only go by the laws of what the physical say it can go by. So when this when so when higher energy comes into the physical, it looks like a monster. It's not a monster. It's just that you own the damn artificial realm, and that's beauty. You see, because outside of that, this looks like this. So the gods look at you, you look like this to them. You see? But this is the energy, and it's actually really the apex of what the, what the picture is trying to say is. I told you at first that anytime you see a demon, that represented the most energy. You see something that looks lesser, we're talking about physics here. That's the lighter energy, right? So, when you see this demon, that means that this sister is very powerful. Also, this is the key. This is inside of all of you. When you see this demon, it means that you have the power to tear up this third dimension and the beast is on it just by going inside and tapping into the black dot. You understand what I'm saying? Now, look at this again. This explains Stargate. How many of you saw Stargate? Raise your hand. It's on video now. You remember they went through the Stargate, right? They said the evil rock, right? Call it evil. We got upset. God was not killing nobody but the damn crackers that was trying to get through the what? The Stargate. What? When they blew him up, what did they blow him up into? What was it? A reptilian. 
Remember when they shot the bomb? They unleashed the physical. You see what I'm saying? And the energy was too powerful for you see. He was only killing white people. You know, he killed a sellout brother, but hell. He figured the brother got a Stargate. He could only kill him in the physical, and he could he actually doing him a favor by releasing him from the physical body. They said he was oppressing people. He wasn't oppressing black people. Them was white Arabs. Them weren't the Egyptians. Them was white Arabs. He took some mutants and took them to another planet. You see what I'm saying? So, the demon that was showing you that anything they try to get through the Stargate will be met with death. That ain't one of the people of Ra, Israel. Isis, Ra, and El. The mother, the son, and the son of the son. And you the son of the son. Because the lost children of, is, uh, of Israel is actually the lost children of Ra. And Ra is um, the black son, Abraham, the black son. Amanuel, the hidden son. All they're talking about. Abraxas is another name which means black son. That's the Gnostic God. That's the one I just showed you. And like I told you, they had the Enukian deities, the Enukian inches is around the Stargate. So you got to look at the whole concept of everything I'm telling you is a war going on on the inside of your body. And you get ready to go across that threshold. Now get ready to show you what's on the other side of the threshold in a few minutes. Now, y'all all right? Okay. Now let's get to, let's get to, to the other side of the threshold. And then we're going to go into some sex magic and all. Now, y'all stick around for that. Okay, look. This is the black dot. Behind it, you see a symbol of some kind of thing with some eyes looking at you. Something like an octopus or something. That's the demon. That's the demon coming through the threshold. That's your higher self coming through the threshold. It don't look like that. It only looks like that with these two eyes, the fake eyes. It's not conducive to understand that beautiful figure coming through so it appears evil. You understand what I'm saying? This is the birth of all your horror movies. So now, that's it. Now look. You're going to go see two movies. You're going to go see a movie, Demon Knight, where they show you in the movie that the Messiah is a black girl played by Jada Pickett. She's the chosen one. Two things going on in the movie. One thing going on in the movie is they're showing you some demons trying to get back in that used to rule the earth. That's your higher self getting ready to retake this earth and kill this earth. The other thing they're showing you that they had seven stars in this person's hand and this woman ended up with, and, and she ended up with also seven stars, which is talking about the demon, uh, uh, which is also talking about, um, the seven stars is also talking about the, the seven powers in man and she ended up with the seven stars and she was the messiah and she killed the white man who represented the devil although they put another black devil on the end and throw you off it was really a story talking about the messiah rising up and they killed the white man who represented the devil the other movie you're going to go see is a movie that was put together to celebrate you coming to retake the earth again it's all in the movie and i know that i've been talking about some crazy stuff for you oh that nigga was talking some spooked out stuff this is reality this is reality. This is reality. And when you go see this movie, it's called In the Mouth of Madness. And who saw the movie? Now, In the Mouth of Madness was a movie about a guy named Sutter King. Sut, Sut. He was writing these novels and he had everybody in trance. 
and they hired this detective basically because he can find that thing to go and find this person because the, the novelist disappeared. And he had to go and put this book together and he went to this place called Hub's End that wasn't even in Vermont, but he went to Vermont and he went into another dimension. And he went to this old town and these demons was eating up everything in the town. And when he met up with the author, the author said, look, I started writing these books and I thought, when I started writing these books, I thought that it was all, uh, he said, I thought it was all uh, 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 um, um, in my mind. He said, but I come to find out that they was telling me what to say the whole time. And he said, this is the last book, which means like revelations. He told him, look. The guy said, but this is not reality. This is not reality. The guy, and the woman told him before he left, the woman said, what? What about if everything that you think is insane is actually real and your life is insane and you will end up in the damn crazy house? She said, oh, reality is only what you tell yourself it is. Your ego and this is only what you tell yourself it is. You're saying this is reality. Who says? That's what you, what you thought when you was born. If you was born with the true notions and find out this is the fake thing and there's another thing and I'm going to show you the apex of this in a few minutes. Let you know what's going on. I'm going to break it down to the least common denominator and let you know what's happening. She said, now, so he, he did this and when he got there, the author said, I, I created you. I wrote you into the damn story. Now, I want you to take the book back to New York, to your world. He took the book back to the so-called real world, right? And come to find out the woman that he was with was written into the story. And he went into the movie and he saw his whole life story being played on the movie. He was, and he was in the crazy, when he was in the crazy, he ended up in the crazy house. And then, these demons came back to revisit the earth. And it didn't take but five minutes to clean this earth off. Now, the moral to the story is, is what you didn't know is this. The white people who wrote that, John Carpenter, he studied the Necronomicon and the H.P. Lovecraft Cthulhu myth, which I'm getting ready to put together a book on be, a book that I'm going to put together next week. It's going to take me one week ago. I'm going to have it up here selling it. It's my stuff on the Necronomicon. It's going to be dealing with the real deal stuff. And the great old, I'm going to get ready to read you some of it in a few minutes. They came, those, those demons that came back was nothing but your higher self. See, you exist on two planes. What had happened was this. It's simple. You used to be gods. Then, your third eye closed up and these two eyes... The, the, the visible world became more clear and the spiritual world became more dim till it shut down. You went to sleep in the underworld, which is inside of your head. There's a demon. It's not a demon, it's a god. It's the hidden god and it's asleep. And it's dreaming. And everything that you're going through in your life is dreams. That's what that ego is. You got to get to, I mean, I'm telling you, this is the deep gnosis. This is what's going on. It's dream. That's why they say I've been born again. The Bible tells you I'm coming in the light. I got a new thing and this is a new spirit. This is a dream. This is all a nightmare. And all it is is, based on your life experience in this hologram, it registers and that's what you become in this nightmare. And when you die, you go into a limbo form of heaven and then you come right back here if you didn't tap in and go and, get in, and tap back into the Godhead. You see the movie It, Stephen King. He was another one that was a, a student of H.P. Lovecraft. The movie It showed this man, they're all scared of this clown. But the clown is an illusion, but in actuality, there's a God up under the ground, up under the sewage, and he's dreaming all the shit. They had to tear him up. He was known as a reptilian. Well, inside of you is this black dot. 
the hidden God. And it is dreaming and it is throwing off stuff to you. And that's why you can't get out of what it is because you're trying to train, change the damn dreams. Instead of going within and trying to tap in with the inner self, the devil, the double. You see what I'm saying? The light bringer. You are trying to change the hologram. Because the physical is the lowest. Do you understand the concept of what I'm saying? They teach you all this stuff. You've been seeing all these movies on TV. Do you know that all your horror and science fiction movies came from one source, H.P. Lovecraft? And all the rest of that stuff, they, some of the stuff is fake. So you dreaming. You see what I'm saying? So when he came with, so what happened was them got, and, and, the, and the man told him. He showed him a church. He said a demon is in that church. What is the church? The church is known as a temple. And where is the temple? This is the temple. And there was a boarded up door in the church. He said, look. He said, I can't hold them back no longer. He had already been turned into, he had the demon on the back of his head. That's the black guy, even though he's showing a white man. He said, I can't hold them back no longer. And they got out and they came and they wiped out New York. That is nothing. But the God that's in you that's been throwing off the dreams, waking up. And once you come back, it's going to kill everything. That's why he got to do with the Ebola Zaire. That's why he got to do with the lockdown. Because he knows what's getting ready to come back on this Stargate. It's getting ready to be unleashed by July 23rd. But it's not a Stargate going to open up in the sky and you're going to step through. The Stargate is in you. You see? And the church, what do you see here? You see a church. And you see what? You see the other, the gateway to the other side. The gateway to the other side. Then you see this picture here. It's a gateway. The black hole in the abyss. And you see this demon coming through. That's you. It only looks like this down here. Because the, the energy down here is fake. So it can't register that kind of power. Up there you look like the angels. So that's you coming through this gateway. Coming through this gateway. You see what I'm saying? Now there's a movie coming on tonight called Elaine to Live. Don't worry, because I made sure we recorded the damn thing for the ones who won't get a chance to see it. And we're going to get two nights of it, so we'll have it. That way we can mass produce them so you don't have to wait on Blockbuster. But, you see the abyss. Right here you see a little ship. That's the white man on the earth. I'll raise it up. Right here you see a little ship. That's the cracker. Now when I put out this book, come from England called The Book of Monsters, you're going to see these big things coming and you're going to see the little white people running. <laughs> Serious, you're going to see it. Because the monsters, they say the Book of Monsters, the monsters is actually the gods. So the temple, that's you, that's your body. That's what the church is. You understand that black hole? And that's what you're getting ready to go through. But the key to this whole thing is you're not going to go through it. You ain't going to look in the sky. It's going to be going on in your head. Because all them stars you see out there ain't real real. Those are, You see the light of other dimensions that you can go to. And you can only travel to those ways through your brain. You see what I'm saying? Through your head. That's how you go to that, to, to that level. Not trying to go get in a, a tin spaceship and trying to go somewhere. You see? So, the, so this, this abyss, this gateway, I've been showing you the correspondence is coming through your, it's coming in here. Now, going back to this. Here's a picture of the same God. 
This is the Marasha Baphomet. This is called a Baphomet worship by the night temple. You see these particular horns out of the head. I'll raise it up. You see these horns. You see the horns. You see the cross. In the middle of the cross is what? He represents the black dot, but you see the black dot in his head. You also see the square and the compass. You see? Which means God. You see this, you see this, um, you see the horns. Now the horns come from the god Amun, and it originally came from the goddess Hathor. Here you see, it says the beings, the beings who live below say that God is on high, while the angels in heaven say that God lives on earth. It's coming from the Zohar, the Kabbalah. In the Kabbalah, it says there's no such thing as the devil. The devil is only the one that neutralizes us and brings us to the Godhead. Your double. Satan, Satan, the opener, or it's called the light bringer, the light coming through the doggone gateway. Right here, you see the same horns on Amun, the hidden God. Amun, rock. You see the black dot. Also represents the star Sirius. You see? That same horns that went to Greece and became Pan. And the white boy turned that into the doggone symbol of the devil. And it only means, the white boy knew what he was doing, it only means the symbol of the black man and black woman. Who is the destroyer of this particular physical realm, the only realm on which the white man exists. Because he doesn't have the black dot or the gateway to go to the other side. And when the hell's fire come, which is the kundalini fire, because it's like this. Let's say if you're going, the fire burning you up, it's lifting you up. And you got a ceiling, you got a hole in the opening, will take you through the other side. Since the white boy calcified, pineal gland is calcified, he, the fire go up and just burn him up. That's where the thing comes, internal, eternal combustion. The, the book, heaven, um, Fire from Heaven, how white people burn up. Whole book come from England. Big, big book. Got a white boy with his head bust up in flames. Yeah. Straight up. This is another symbol of chaos. Which is the chaos sphere. Do you see these in color sometimes? That's on the inside of your brain. This is where kitty claws, different African patterns, mud cloth, all these patterns come from. It's a projection that you put on this cloth of something coming on the inside of the brain. Melanin. Chaos means melanin. So when I'm talking about chaos, we're talking about melanin. The black substance. You see the, the black substance. Now, um, the black substance. If you can see this, it's a bad picture. This is the temple. There's a black god in the temple. Right here is a, is a, is a cow-headed goddess. Same horns you see on the devil, which is the goddess Mentu. And the goddess Mentu means Kim, black. He's a symbol for melanin. So the horn and the devil mean melanin. That's why you need to get a book called The Devil. All you have to do is study the damn devil. The devil. Perspectives of evil in antiquity to primitive Christianity. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Burton Russell. And in here they'll show where the original horns came from. The original horns came off the goddess Hathor. Head, head, root head. The golden calf. Check. Check. Which is talking about the black woman and the black man. Mainly the first thing that came from the black man. Now. Show you some other pictures. Remember this one. The insectoid beings fears the black races and have kept them subjugated and confused for they hold the key to knowledge. Their genetic clan information is needed to unlock the advanced secrets from serious data. 
The segmented data unite is also carried by the Indian clans, which is originally from the fourth planet of the Sirius star system, of the Sirius system, which is talking about you. Now, here's another picture of melanin, a symbol of melanin, a symbol in the black woman. Melanin symbol. Now, the symbol of the black woman dancing. This is a symbol of a snake down here. You see, there's a snake crawling up the tree. The evil serpent crawling originally from the fourth planet of the Sirius star system, of the Sirius system, which is talking. The insectoid beings fear the black races and have kept them subjugated and confused for they hold the key to knowledge. Their genetic clan information is needed to unlock the advanced secrets from Sirius data. The segmented data unite is also carried by the Indian clans, which is originally from the fourth planet of the Sirius star system, of the Sirius system, which is talking about you. Now, here's another picture of melanin, a symbol of melanin, a symbol in the black woman, melanin symbol. Now, the symbol of the black woman dancing. This is a symbol of a snake down here. You see, there's a snake crawling up the tree. The evil serpent crawling up the tree of life. Don't eat from the tree of life. Samuel is his name. It's a, it's a sigil of Kim, which means melanin. And it says that the draconian cults lay beyond Egypt. As Massey has amply de demonstrated, the occult significance of Kim is the dark radiations of the black human female whose vaginal vibrations deposit the red earth and of, uh, of reciprocation. She is the black goddess Kim Isis, which means black Isis. New. Isis, Newt, which means the triple blackness of space, the womb of the birthplace of all manifested life. And that's a picture of the black woman. Check. This particular, this particular picture came from the Matrix. This is how the pyramids, what they took, what you saw in Stargate, they got from this picture. Out of information out of the Matrix Systems book. There was this. There was actually a uh, actually a spaceship that could land on the pyramids and did land on the pyramids in Kimmy. You see, but remember those pyramids was white limestone and they took the pillowcases off. You can get you know go get like I say the Earth Wind and Fire album cover all in all, and you will see that white limestone. But this is a picture. This is the original one that came out the whole thing because this is a real thing that happened in Egypt. It happened in Egypt. Now. This is very interesting here because we went to, we went to, oh, let me give you this first. Um, yeah, I want this brother say explain this. Okay. 13 is your lucky number. This is the arc of AWAS. 13 is your lucky number. 418 is the number of melanin. 1 plus 4 plus 8 equals 13, your lucky number, which is a number of melanin. 777 is a number of the Dagon people that used to live in ancient Atlantis that shape-shifted and went up under the earth, went up under the water, and now they, 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 they merged into dolphins. The dolphins were sacrificing themselves. But there were some of them that still live up under the earth, but they're uh, not under the water. It's a, it's a spiritual water. That's just a shell. Hmm? What? 30 minutes? Okay. It's the dog Dagon people. Now, here you see the eye Heru, which is the black dot, because the, also the symbol of the, the, the symbol of the pyramid is melanin. 
Right here you got 777, which is also a spiritual number of the black man. It also means Kim, melanin. But it's manifestation of Kim. The other one is 666, which means six protons, six neutrons, six electrons. Six electrons, which is the beast, which is the God best, the unmanifest inside of you. All this stuff was metaphysical, didn't mean no literal thing. The seven heads mean the seven heads come from the goddess Sebek. And the goddess Sebek is the is the crocodile of Kim. Seven-headed dragon is also talking about the, the entity that's coming up to kill the cracker. It'll look like that to him, but it won't look like that to you because it's gonna be you. It's gonna be you. When the cracker talking about the monsters, he's talking about you and your higher spiritual nature is gonna retake the earth. Gonna retake the earth. This was given to Alistair Crawley by Awas in 1919. These are the symbols that's inside of your head. Once you cross over, these are the symbols you will be. Which this manifests into this. And these are these demons, which is talking about spiritual energy. These things are in the makeup of the melanin, right here. And all, right here. I'll have a breakdown to try to explain some of that. Try to explain some of that um, or, or when, I put, when I put my Necronomicon book together. Try to explain that. Now, this is very interesting. Because I picked up a book. The book was at Oxford down here, but they sold out. It came from England. So I didn't buy it when it was in Atlanta. So when I went to Indiana, they had one more left and I bought it. Called The Second Coming. Now it's interesting when I saw this. I knew it was some occult significance, you know. Now the guy caught all kind of flat behind this in England, because you know. And it's interesting, I bought the book, it's talking about this wolf. Now, he's nailed to the cross. About a month ago, was it a month? It was two days, three or four days after the bombing. Spirit came to the sister, said we gotta go to the mounds. I had just got off the plane from Indiana. They say you gotta go by yourself. So me and the sister, we rode up there to the mounds. Got to the mounds, picked up another sister who was a spiritual seer. We rode to the mounds. So they kept saying that Jack is at the threshold. Jack is a Hebrew symbol, an Ethiopian symbol of the god Kak. And the god Kak is another name for soot, typhon. Kak, then it's Jack. Jack is talking about the black dot, uh, is talking about the black god. Later on, the Hebrews make a toy called Jack in the Box. And if you see, the box is a symbol of the black dot, the concealment. And you see the Jack in the Box springing from that. They made that for toys for the Hebrew people to understand what is on the inside of you will one day spring through and you will be free. Hey, good read, good read, good lesson.